Well, good morning. It's good to be back with you after my time uh, preaching New Prospect Camp Meeting down in Van Cleve. It was a, a great time. I love uh, going to do camp meetings. It's always a lot of fun. It's a great blessing to me to get away, uh, to get to preach uh, a re- week-long revival uh, with new friends and old friends. So uh, I miss being with you last week, but it's good to be back. Good to be back to our routine. So I'm looking forward to continuing uh, as we finish out uh, Acts, we don't have a, a ton more. We've got about eight more chapters, so you know, um, you know, we will be done with Acts before we know it. We've still got a, still got a ways to go, but you know, won't be too much longer. So today we're going to pick up with Acts chapter twenty. Uh, we're going to be reading verses one through six. Acts twenty one through six. After the uproar had ceased, and if you remember uh, our last time together, we talked about the riot in Ephesus. After the uproar had ceased, Paul sent the disciples, and they sent for, sent for the disciples. And after encouraging them and saying farewell, he left for Macedonia. When he had gone through those regions and had given the believers much encouragement, he came to Greece, where he stayed for three months. He was about to set sail for Syria when a plot was made against him by the Jews, so he decided to return through Macedonia. He was accompanied by Sopater, son of Pyrrhus, from Baroa, Erasticus, and Sidonicus and by Timothy as well as Dichanus and Trimotheus from Asia. They went ahead and before waiting for us in Troas. But we sailed from Philippi after the days of unleavened bread. For five days we joined them in Troas, and we stayed for seven days. Um, One of the misconceptions of Paul a little bit is that Paul is always harsh. Um. You know, we get we get that we get that misconception of Paul sometimes, don't we? That Paul is just mean. Uh, when you read Corinthians, you know, at one point you see him say, "Shall I come to you with a whip? Are you not aware? Are you, do you think I'm not aware of what you're saying?" Um, Paul could be harsh. We also see Paul. Um, you know, we see how how Paul and Barnabas separated, and it seemed to be a Seemed to be a hard, a hard separation from what we could tell. What we see here, though, is we see that um, Paul encouraged his disciples who had been in Ephesus. And if you remember reading, you read in Ephesus, his disciples were the ones that kept him from going into the theater and getting swept up in all the all the emotion of the riot. He said farewell. He went through the uh, regions and he gave encouragement. Uh, he gave them encouragement in these, in these areas of Macedonia. Then he came to Greece. And there he set sail and stayed in Syria. Then he left with these individuals. And we see here in Paul a deep love. A deep love for these churches and, and a deep love for these individuals like Timothy, like 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 Gaius, like like Sopater, you know, we see this love that Paul has and this encouragement that Paul has. And um, it, it maybe it's just because of my deep love of Barnabas. It always makes me mindful and remember how much of an encourager Barnabas was to him, how to Paul, that is, and how much maybe that then rubbed off on Paul. Um like I said, we always see Paul as kind of harsh, don't we? Kind of, kind of uh, very blunt, not afraid to to speak boldly. 
and harshly. Yet Paul here, we see almost a, a fatherly element. And we, we, we really see, if you were to read First and Second Timothy, you would really see Paul as a spiritual father to Timothy in some beautiful ways. Uh, you know, he, he tells him one point, you know, hey, do this to help your stomach. Later, he tells Timothy, so when you come to me, bring my favorite cloak. You know, you, you see with Paul and Timothy this deep, this deep love and this deep bond. And I, I think that's, uh, I think sometimes if we're not careful, at least I'm like this, we can get so focused on the task that God may have for us, get so focused on the things that God calls us to do, get so focused on all of these type things that um, if we're not careful, we'll miss the people that God puts in our way. And sometimes I know for me, I get so, when I'm in the middle of something, when I've got something going on, when I've got something I want to accomplish, when I'm dreaming about something, I can get so task or so vision oriented that I can forget to pay attention to people. That's not healthy. That's not good. Because the reality is, is the people that matters the most. Paul, I, I love it, says he sent for his disciples and he encouraged them. And then he went and gave encouragement to the believers in Macedonia. I, you don't think about Paul with encouragement. You? That's a Barnabas thing. That's not a Paul thing. But yet he's doing it here. So, I guess for us, we read this passage, we think about this. I guess for us, our question that we need to ponder today is this. Who in your life today, who in your circle of influence, who around you needs encouragement? Who in your circle could use an encouraging word? You know, people are stressed out now, aren't they? People are tired. People are weary. People um, people have a lot going on, don't they? I know we all do. What's that old line, be kind to everyone because you never know what battle they're secretly fighting on the inside? Uh, I think there's something definitely to that. So as we look around this world or we encounter, it's so easy to always want to make our first response to things to punch back, to to lash out, to react with anger or hurt or pain. And I think Paul here serves as a great example to us that perhaps that shouldn't be our first reaction. But perhaps what should we which what we should be doing first of all is to encourage. So today think about that. Think about that in your family. Think about that in your job. Think about that in your in your social media networks. Think about that in your social circles. Think about that wherever you find yourself today. Who in your life, who in your life could use some encouragement? Who in your life could be, could you be Paul to and speak a word of encouragement? Now, of course, this um 
this passage kind of ends with Paul facing some some conflict. There was another one of the the the, the many times somebody wants to um, have a plot um, to get him, so he goes a different way, and he takes these people with him. I think that's also another another thing. You know, we, we see here that um, there was a plot out to get him, and so instead of going this way, he goes another way, and he takes people with him, uh, and he takes these individuals who I'm sure he um. He walked with, he talked with, he mentored, he poured into. And so even in this today, if you get stuck in a meeting, <laughs> you know, that may not, uh, maybe you're going to be one of those meetings today that you think to yourself, this could have been an email. You know, maybe you're going to be in one of those situations today. Maybe you're um, you're in a you're in a situation that feels maybe like a dead end or something. You know, no matter where you find yourself, you can use that opportunity. You can use that moment to pour into somebody, to encourage somebody, and to help somebody. That, that's really what Paul did here today. And once again, a great example for us. So today, pay attention, look around, see what you see, see who you see. See who seems a little beaten up, a little bedraggled, a little exhausted, a little, a little, you know, in need of a good word. And you be that good word. You be that good word. There's that quote attributed attributed to Teresa of Avila. Teresa of Avila. Uh, Christ has no hands but yours, no feet but yours. So today, Christ has you where he has you so that you can be an encouragement to somebody, so that you can be a means of grace to somebody, that you can help somebody. Paul did that today. And I think today, me and you, no matter where, where we find ourselves, we can do just that very thing. So today, be like Paul. Be an encouragement. Tomorrow, we're going to pick up with um, chapter 20, verse 7. Uh, and we'll we'll continue in the next few days through Acts, and we'll wrap up before a whole lot longer. So thanks for being with us. It's good to be back with you. It's good to be back to our normal schedule, normal routine. Everything should be the same for Rooted moving forward. So uh, thanks. Have a great rest of your day. See you in the morning.